Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. A big weekend this weekend for one player in particular and for one club as well. Andrew Fafita, he plays his last game at Shark Park Saturday afternoon, 5.30 against Canterbury Bulldogs, which is uh, a little bit funny and we'll talk about why soon. Some of you with very, very good memories might remember why, but uh, Andrew Fafita... He's played 247 first-grade games, 10 Origins, uh, 7 caps for the Kangaroos, 8 for Tonga, 5 Indigenous All-Star games as well. It has been a pretty crazy career for Andrew Fafita, and we'll, we're we just going to go through it quickly today, but just the impact he's had on the Cronulla Sharks as a franchise uh, has been incredible, and the way that he has dominated his position during you know a period of time, you know, I, I really do think there's a fair argument that when Andrew Fafita was as his best as a front row forward, you put him right up there with the very best front row forwards of all time across you know the whole what is it 15, 16 year career or what? what, what no, it's probably not that not that long actually. Sorry, what is it, twelve or thirteen year career? Um, you know, he's played some incredible rugby league. He really has been impressive. And at his, at his peak, I think it's fair to say, he's one of the most damaging front row forwards of all time. Uh, we're just going to go through his career and some of the big moments. He obviously made his debut for the West Tigers in 2010. Uh, made his debut in round two of the 2010 season. Scored a try on debut. He played two seasons at the West Tigers. He played 39 games. He scored eight tries. So for a front row forward who, you know, spent the vast majority of his time coming off the bench... Pretty fucking impressive, yeah? I mean, 39 games for the West Tigers, eight tries in that time. Pretty wild. Uh, and, you know, was obviously touted as, you know, a kid to watch over the next few years. But I don't think anyone really anticipated how good he would become over the next few seasons to the point where... 2012, he signs with um, the Cronulla Sharks. He makes his way to the Sharkies. He, funnily enough, actually plays his first game against the West Tigers. Um, In his first season... He still scores five tries, which is, you know, a pretty incredible knock for a guy in his first season of NRL, but it's at a new club, sorry. But so his third season of NRL as a front row, he still scores five tries, which is a pretty, uh, pretty impressive knock. But I mean, it should also be noted that that was 2012 and he started in two games that year. Every other game he came off the bench. So pretty crazy that, you know, yes, he, he was touted as, you know, a guy to watch and he was incredibly impressive, but 
22 games. He only played two of them off the uh, in the starting side. So still well and truly like a fringy sort of sort of bench guy. Uh, to only start two out of 22, still scored five tries. As we said, a really good knock, but pretty wild that. You know, his first year at Cronulla, and it wasn't, you know, it was only a year later. He was playing for the Kangaroos and for the New South Wales Blues. So his rise was incredible. Uh, just crazy how, how quickly he just took off all of a sudden. He ended up, you know, he's played 208 games for the Cronulla Sharks, scoring 32 tries. So once again, for a front rower, a pretty damn good click. I don't think there'd, there'd be many front rowers that would score tries at, at that sort of rate. He's had a heap of injuries and a heap of stuff. Pretty crazy. But as we said, 2012, 22 games. He only starts in two of them. And 2013, he plays State of Origin, and he plays for the Kangaroos, which is just crazy. Just came from absolutely nowhere to make it into those sides because we hadn't really seen a front row forward doing what Andrew Fafita was doing at that point. The runs that he was taking, the offload, the tackle break, he was just incredible. He was just, he really was like nothing we'd really seen before. I think that, you know, we'd seen like guys like Paliasia that sort of came through the Warriors 10 years earlier who were very impressive, very, you know, very good on their feet, hard to tackle. Feet are very similar, but with his offload and just felt like Andrew Fafita was a little bit smarter than your average front rower back then as well. You know, he'd be, you know, crazy like a snake with its head cut off, but he'd still just seem to land in the right spots, get the offloads at the right moments, come up with the right plays. Um, yeah, he really was like like nothing we'd seen before. And 2013, plays Origin, plays for the Kangaroos. Um, he actually never lost a game for the Kangaroos, which is a pr- pretty impressive thing. Played a heap of Origins. I think he played, what did I say before, 10 Origin games. I, I think he only won two of those 10. So his Origin record isn't overly impressive. But um, he did play 2013. He missed 2014 with injury. And then he played a couple of years after that, all in which uh, the New South Wales Blues were getting dominated by that unbelievable Queensland side. So I probably don't hold that against Fafita. Uh, all that much, but yeah, two thousand, you know, two thousand ten. He makes his debut for the Tigers, moves to the Sharks, two games off the, uh, two games in the starting team out of twenty two in two thousand twelve, and then all of a sudden twenty thirteen, he's he's a he's a state of origin representative, and then he's a kangaroo as well. Just crazy how quickly it all happened for Andrew Fafita, how he all of a sudden just exploded to become this this just much watch guy, crazy stuff, and then two thousand and fourteen. This is why I said before, if, if you've got a good memory, you, you you remember why it's incredible that he is playing the Canterbury Bulldogs. He actually signed with the Bulldogs uh, on a really big deal with the Bulldogs, and then a couple of weeks later, pretty much came out. You know, it all fell through. There was there was issues around the price that he signed for. There was rumors about rugby union. I think he even came out and said at one point that he wished he signed with union instead of the Bulldogs. So rightly so, that pissed the Canterbury Bulldogs off, and he just came out and said it as it was. He just said, look... My heart's still with Cronulla. I'm, I'm not ready to go and play for the Bulldogs. So, you know, I probably shouldn't have signed the contract, at, you know, in the first place. And I understand why Canterbury were pissed off. But I respect for Fita for coming out and saying that. Most guys would just go there for the big paycheck and, you know, just just, just get paid, watch watch the dollars roll in and, and, and just play footy. He, he had a passion for the Cronulla Sharks and wanted to stay there. You know, this is 2014. This Cronulla Sharks, I'd like... They'd gone through, you know, hell. Like they had never won a premiership. They were the team that we all sort of laughed at, saying that they'd never win a comp. It was never going to happen. And he was coming out and saying that he wanted to stay there. He wanted to be there for the foreseeable future, which was um, just pretty wild. So he obviously backflips on that deal. And then 
Over, you know, I'm going to talk about a lot of positives in the career of Andrew Fafita uh, during this podcast, but there were a couple of negatives. 2015, we had the incident with the ref where him and his brother got stuck into a referee out at Penrith, which is very disappointing. You guys know how anti all that sort of stuff I am. So that was incredibly disappointing from Andrew Fafita. Um, that was met with a lot of backlash, a lot of controversy, and as it should have, uh, very, very disappointing from a first-grade footballer like Andrew Fafita. And, you know, by this point, a kangaroo, and New South Wales Blue, a representative in our game. So that was absolute dog shit. Very disappointing from Fita there. There was also 2016, the lead up to uh, their premiership victory, which we talked about in the second, I believe. There was the, the whole incident about him supporting Kieran Loveridge. I think his name was the uh, one-punch killer. So that was another pretty disappointing moment there that was that will sort of be remembered in the career of Andrew Fafita and probably cost him a Clive Churchill medal as well. Um, Twenty, So he had a couple of injuries in 2014 as well, which forced him to miss the Origin Series. He had a broken ankle at the start of the year, and then I think he might have broke a cheekbone or something later in the year. Came back 2015, had that incident, got a heap of controversy. Um, 2016 had that in incident where he wrote on his hand or whatever the hell it was. But then 2016, um, as that season plays out, the Cronulla Sharks, they're starting to put together this really, really impressive squad. They've plucked Benny Barber out of nowhere. He's playing really good footy. Uh, James Maloney, they've brought him over. He's looking really strong. You've got these young kids that are coming through at the club that are just exploding and paying well above their pay, weight, their, 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 their pay wicket. You know, your Jack Birds, your Valentine Holmes, these sort of guys. Your back row is your Wade Grahams from the Penrith Panthers, you know, coming up, looking like well, he, he was a star at that point, but he could sort of play 5-8, he could play back row. He gave them another little dimension on that edge. You had Luke Lewis, who they plucked from Penrith as well, who was just an out-and-out leader, a champion player. Paul Gallen, who was the Cronulla Sharks, he was the beating heart of this team. You guys like Matty Pryor, Jason Bakuya, these sort of guys that they had that were just just really solid, tough guys, all had a little bit of skill set to them, and they're putting together this really impressive squad. But, you know, smack in the middle of it was Andrew Fafita, and he he was the guy that set the tone in the middle for them. Yeah, he was the guy that, um, you know, I, I just described Paul Gallen as the beating heart of this team. If you were to pick a next player after that, I think it would have to be Fafita. Yeah, chatted halfback too as well, but Fafita... I think in 2016, you could argue that it's one of the most dominant final series by a front rower we've seen. He was incredible, that that final series and that entire year. When I think back, you know, I, I probably think of like Tal Malolo, as much as he was playing wearing jersey 13, he was playing as a front rower. So I'd put him right up there. I'd put like Willie Mason, 2004, right up there. And I'm probably talking about destructive guys. Like there would have been final series and everything, like Shane Webke, Petra Seven-Seva, these guys had that would have been incredible. But these guys were the new age front rowers. They were the guys that were breaking eight, nine, ten tackles, having two or three offloads, palming guys off, just causing absolute havoc. And I felt like Fafita was one of the first guys. Like I, I as I said, I, I remember Willie Mason, two thousand and four, had a series like that, a final series where he was unbelievable. The grand final, he ran for like two hundred and forty meters or something fucking insane, which you know we're, we're sort of used to now. But that was that was unheard of back then. That was insane. Um, Paliasia was another one from the New Zealand Warriors who played very similar to Andrew Fafita, probably a little bit more direct, but probably didn't have the offloading ability that Fafita did. So. What he did in 2016 was just just mind-blowing how good he was and how damaging he was for the Cronulla Sharks. And a lot of what they did came off the back of him. And then, you know, they went all the way to the grand final, took on the Melbourne Storm in a really close game. Uh, and incredible, I remember being out there and it was just crazy. It was just a sea of blue out there. And, you know, I've been to a number of grand finals, so I've seen a number of grand finals with the Melbourne Storm. And I reckon this one had the most fans from the opposition when it comes to a Melbourne Storm Grand Final. 2012 was right up there as well against the Canterbury Bulldogs, but this one was just 
It was something else. The amount of Sharkies fans that were there was insane. And we got to the back end of the game. The Melbourne Storm are leading in a really tight affair. It's their bread and butter just holding on. Cameron Smith, Cooper Cronk, kicking to corners, just controlling the game. And then all of a sudden, Michael Ennis just gives Andrew Fafita just a little look. And Andrew Fafita comes up with, in my opinion, and I don't think many people would push back on it, the biggest play in the Cronulla Sharks history. Without a doubt. And I personally think it will forever be the biggest play in the Cronulla Sharks history. I don't think it will ever be beat. I'm not sure how it can ever be beat. Uh, I say this about a a number of clubs, and I'll say it about Cronulla as well. They they will win premierships in the future, yeah? At some point, they will win more premierships in the future, uh, but they'll never, ever win the first one again. And that's what's so special about your first ever premierships and the guys that are involved with that, whether it's your, you know, your, your... your Roy Simmons, the first time they watched. Your Alan Langers, the first time they won the Brisbane Broncos. And for me, when I look at this Cronulla side, I will always remember this try that Andrew Fafita scored and think, fuck, that was the moment that the Cronulla Sharks won their first ever premiership. And then you take into context, really close game against the Melbourne Storm. Now, I wouldn't call Andrew Fafita's try soft because he had to beat about seven fucking guys. It was incredible. But by Melbourne Storm standards back then, they did not let in trials like this. They did not let a hooker throw a short ball to a front row forward and him crash over. So for me, for what Fafita did, just a try that is never scored against Melbourne and shouldn't have been scored, it was just the will of Fafita and the strength of him in that moment, just unbelievable. And it did win them that comp, you know. That was the last scoring play in that grand final. The Melbourne Storm obviously had the ball at the back end, had an opportunity to score, and you got all the Cronulla. There's, there's a famous shot of that grand final where you can see all 13 of the Cronulla Sharks players, they're, they're, they're in the TV shot, uh, all the entire team, including Andrew Fafita. That last play was just absolutely manic. They're all over the place, and they somehow managed to stop the Melbourne Storm from scoring. But for me, it'll forever be the try that Andrew Fafita scored is why the Cronulla Sharks won the premiership that year. So pretty crazy to have a moment like that as a front row forward. Just insane. Um, and, you know, for me... I remember sort of sitting back there going, well, that'll be the biggest moment in Andrew Fafita's career by far and away. And look, I still think it is. I don't think there's any real doubting that. But then you think about other things he's done in his career. As I said before, he's obviously played for the Kangaroos, played for the Blues. But 2017, he gets all of these boys to come and play for Tonga, including Jason Taumalolo. He's, Andrew Fafita is the one that makes the first phone call, convinces Taumalolo to do it. He pulls himself out of the Kangaroos side and he gets these boys to come and play for Tonga, which is just completely unheard of. The amount of money he's turning down to play for the Kangaroos, I think it's something like $30,000 or something per game for the Kangaroos. So if you think about a tournament, you're throwing away 120, 160 k it is insane, and to convince other guys to come on board with you and do that, used his positive pull in our game to build Tonga back up and try and turn them into a real powerhouse. And, you know, 2019, that came true, and it's not, you know, I, I actually thought for a second, maybe Andrew Fafita didn't play in this game. I was sure he did, but I went and looked it up, and obviously um, Tonga beat Australia 16-12 to 12 in 2019, and it was, um, it was a Tongan invitational team because they had a heap of issues with the licensing and whatever the fuck was going on. So sometimes it doesn't appear on the official records or the ones that I was looking at for Fafita, but featured in that 2019 side that beat Australia 16-12. to 12. Unbelievable. I still remember where I was when I was watching that game. It was just like nothing I've ever seen before and you know a lot of that has to go to, to Fafita because the vast majority of those guys would not have been playing for that Tongan side and the vast majority of guys representing in this World Cup this year would not be playing for Tonga if it wasn't for the actions of Andrew Fafita a couple of years ago and making a big change. It's crazy the impact this guy's had on rugby league. It hasn't all been positive. As I said, there has been negative moments and a, f- a few bad things throughout his career that I'm not a fan of. 
But the positive impact he's had on one, the Cronulla Sharks, and that try he scored their first ever premiership, and then International Rugby League. Like, even I personally believe that what Andrew Fafita did when he convinced guys to come and play for Tonga, that is now, you're starting to see that show up in other countries as well. You're starting to see the the Samoan boys going to play for the, the Fiji boys. Like, it's all starting to change now, and it's off the back of what Andrew Fafita did. He gave up a Kangaroos jersey. He gave up, like, $30,000 per game when he was probably going to be coming off the bench and playing 25 minutes. Could life get any better or easier? Instead, he takes up this challenge... They're now going to a World Cup at the end of this year, and hopefully they can have a big say in it. I would have to assume that Fafita will be one of the first guys picked. I don't know if he'll be in every single team. I think he probably will be, probably coming off the bench. But crazy the impact he's had on our game. And for Tonga to beat the Kangaroos, it's actually the last test match for the Kangaroos. So it's been you know three or four odd years now since that occurred. But just crazy. And it doesn't happen without injury Fafita. There's no doubt about that in my mind whatsoever. His role since then at the Cronulla Sharks, uh, he's had a couple of injuries. He's slowed down a little bit, but I think you can see this year the impact he's having on this team. He's playing a bench role, which he hasn't been used to over the last couple of years. He's only playing, you know, 25, 35 minutes. If they have injuries, they'll bump him up a, a little bit more. But his role has completely changed. And instead of getting upset or, you know, pissed off or wanting more minutes, he's just embraced it and he's just nailed his role. And he's doing a perfect role for Craig Fitzgibbon this year. Set up a really good try on the weekend with, once again, bump, 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 offload, put puts put Nico Hines over, and he's done it a few times this year. He's come up with some big tries as well. you got to remember, it was only 12 months ago that, you know, Andrew Fafita almost died. He was literally on a hospital table, like, pretty much saying goodbye. It's fucking... I mean, if you get an opportunity, Isaac John did a podcast with him in the end of last year where he explains the whole thing. It's one of the craziest stories you'll ever hear. I highly advise you go and have a listen to it. Unbelievable. Like, he was literally... He, he probably should have died that day by the sounds of it. It sounds that way. Crazy stuff. And then to come back and not only to live through that, not only to make it back to preseason, not only to get through preseason, not only to make it back for the Sharks, but to be featuring in this Sharks team who I believe is a genuine premiership threat this year and having an impact. Unbelievable. And you can see how important he is to the Sharks off the field as well. You can see how many of these young guys at Cronulla, especially your Polynesian boys that are hovering around for feeder and that he is, you can see that he's often involved in their social sort of activities. He's a, he's a real character within this squad and you need those guys. You cannot win a premiership if you don't have guys that make footy fun and that have the experience that Fafita does to know when can we have a beer, when can we let our hair down, when can we have a giggle. And Fafita's that guy for them. But then he also knows when they need to switch on, when they need to switch on and they need to go to work. And it's pretty scary when you've got a guy like that who's done it before. He's come up with the biggest moment in that club's history. He's the one sort of, from what I gather, sort of leading the way sort of socially and everything, sort of setting benchmarks there. But then he's also the one that is the one that's able to call everyone out when to switch on. It's a very unique sort of player to have Andrew Fafita. And he said this week that he won't be playing for the Sharkies next year, which is very disappointing. I wish he was. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. He has said that he will play for another club. Potentially could go over to England. I know his brother's over there, so I'm not sure where Fafita goes, but 
I'll tell you what, there's a lot of clubs that I think could do with a guy like Fafita. I'm not sure how many of them will dive on him. Obviously, he is getting older and whatnot. I get that. Uh, but you wouldn't be paying money for the numbers he puts out, for the tackles he makes, the tackles he breaks. You'd be paying the money to have a guy like him in your squad. And I think there's a lot of clubs that could do much worse than having Andrew Fafita in their team next year. But shout out to Fafita. Uh, it's been an unbelievable career and the impact he's had on rugby league and the Cronulla Sharks in particular has just been crazy. And I think International Rugby League in years to come when it improves and it gets better and better. I think people that understand rugby league and where where the international game has come from over the last 20 years will always look back on this moment and this decision from Andrew Fafita and put it down to that because it has just had a snowball effect on international rugby league since that day he made the call to Jason Taumalolo and moved from the Australian side to the Tongan side. Just crazy. Uh, he plays his last game for the Cronulla Sharks at home this weekend, so make sure you Sharkies fans go and pack out Shark Park for an absolute legend of your club. For me, he's come up with the biggest moment in the Cronulla Sharks franchise, and it for, will forever be the biggest moment in the Cronulla Sharks franchise. Unbelievable from a front rower. Crazy stuff. Make sure you get out there and support Andrew Fafita this weekend. Make sure he's clapped off that ground for the very last time at Shark Park. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.